If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. On the next Batmanic, the detective faces his most dangerous foe, and it's a woman. Plus, someone dies. Find out who on the next Batmanic. Eight o'clock. Check your local listings. Batmanic. Welcome to Dueling Reviews. Two guys, two colds, one comic. Infinite hacking and blowing of the noses. I am Stephen. That is Matthew. Today, the episode you've all been waiting for. Batmanic. Yes, no. Batmanic. No. What? No, not Batmanic. Batman Inc. Or what? Batmink for short. Batman Inc. Bat- that intro doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, wait. I got an intro. You ready? I've, I, yeah, but sure. Okay, we'll do. We'll, it'd be, it'd be awesome. The child is dead. He breathed for a moment, then he breathed no more. The child is dead. Dead. I, I like my intro dead. better. Okay, wait. I got another one. Damien, Damien, I'm doing it all for you, Damien. Look at me. It's all for you. So, uh, what you think of this issue? Well, here's the deal about this issue. Okay. Um, were, have you been reading Batmink? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Are so, you kidding? Uh, I mean, I stopped. I may have read the very, I mean, I, re- I remember reading Batman Inc. before New 52 because there are moments in this issue that harken back to that issue. The one where, um, especially, uh, where, uh, Dick and Damien are like, Hey buddy, let's do this one more time. Sure. Kapow. And they're punching, uh, the Talia's, uh, bodyguard guy. Yeah, uh, just the like heritage. they did, yeah, just like they did Mr. Frog in the first issue. So they're, you know, and I probably read that there for, are. I think I may have read that on and off up until New 52, coming right at you. And then I just had no interest. I, oh, I read the uh, Stephanie Brown issue of the New 52 because it was Stephanie still part of the old uh, universe. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Well, I have not been reading Batmink, but I have two pieces of, of information about this issue. Okay. One. Even if they hadn't spoiled it ahead of time. And by the way, they spoiled it ahead of time. What? Spoiled what? The thing that we're going to talk about in a moment. Damien. Yeah, they did it right there on the cover. <laughs> I know. Damien. Okay. Damien is in action in this issue. Right. From his, the way he speaks. Yes. The things he says. Yes. He might as well just have a big sign, and he may actually, it's, and he does, it's on the cover. Yes. A big sign above his head that says, doomed. Yes. 
that was that whole thing. He's like, this is our last oh, chance yeah. to prevent a catastrophe. It the is. The odds are against us. It is melodramatic. If, oh, if this were a TV show or a movie, people would be talking about how that kid chewed the scenery. Because the that is exactly what's them. going on. Oh, no, everybody's that way. And Talia does, well, Batman does. Here's, here's the thing. Does. Here's the thing. When Grant Morrison took on Batman, I, was, I really hated it. Um, but then after a couple of rereads, and it did take me a couple of rereads to kind of get into the groove of what he was doing. Yeah. With Superman, he's paying homage to everything that was great about the Golden Age and the early Silver Age of Superman. With Batman, right. it's all been about his love of the Silver Age. The Silver and Early Bronze Age, I would say, too. Yeah, and Getting so... The Denny O'Neill Batman of the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything here is just... Seems silly and over the top because it, it continues to be Silver Age stuff. Yeah, and... Well, I, I, we can... Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I, the I Biff Bam Boom. I mean, Biff Bam Boom. The over that, the yeah, overacting... The I mean, granted, and again, I don't know what's going on in Batman, Batmanic, where uh, Bruce has apparently brought uh, everything to the lobby of Wayne Tower. You know, you got the the giant uh, coin. I mean, that's right. you know, that's pure old school Batman stuff. The other thing that's that's kind of a um, pre nineteen fifties kind of thing that I that really kind of is shocking if you're not, especially from a DC comic and especially from a Batman comic is yeah. in animation and especially in, in the Batman animated series, there was a list of a dozen things that they, that you couldn't do. You couldn't put a child in danger. You couldn't kill a child. You couldn't show a child that you couldn't show breaking glass. You couldn't show blood. And right. this battle that's in the, uh, that's in the lobby. You've got all these little kids running up going Leviathan, Leviathan rises, carrying hammers. Yeah. And Damien just, you know, kicks one of them in the face and he goes flying with blood and glass. He's electrocuting them left, left and right. Yeah. Shooting people with his crossbow. This is like, this issue is literally a list of everything that you cannot or should not have done in earlier ages. Because now I think, I think that uh, they also killed the Knigget recently. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, In, uh, over in uh, Great Britain, the, the, yeah, the Dark Knight with, and Beryl. The Knigget and Beryl. And I think they killed him in a previous issue of this book. Oh, really? Yeah. But nonetheless, the the whole fighty fighty and the moments in this issue where we get into the the very Silver Age things are my favorite parts. Yeah, I did like that. I mean, the the stuff with and even though it's over the top, the the best part of this book was when Damien and Dick are behind the wall and they're having their 80s movie cop moment and they jump over the wall and just start kicking everybody's butts. That is the yeah. best probably Four it's or five pages. Yeah, it's it's probably the best four pages. One, two, three, four. Three and a half. Yeah. Five, and six pages, six pages of action in the whole book. And, and this is a short, really short book. Captures, it captures that wonderful interaction that they had yeah. as Batman. And it seems like forever ago, but it was literally like a year and a half ago when Dick was Batman and Damien was his Robin. Right. I, you and know, they fight and they fight and they fight and they fight. I, I have no real love for Damien. I don't like him as a character. I think he is, and he, you know, he's designed this way, right? And we talked about this uh, on the Major Spoilers yeah, he podcast, was, he was that he was designed to be, to be a jerk right. and grow on people. 
They, they, I think Morrison, and Morrison has done this before. I think he specifically created this character to be hated, right? Just up, flat out hated, and then earn the fans' respect. And to that have is that character arc where we love him. And so, in um, what is it? January of 1989 was the death in the family story, the last chapter of the death in the family. And yeah, it's like 25 years ago or right at 25 years ago. And here we are 25 years later, killing off another Robin almost to the month. I didn't get in trouble for spending two ninety nine. <laughs> but see, this is where, where Morrison took the killing of Jason Todd and turned it around on people. And as we were talking on the last major spoilers podcast listeners, you can go and, and check that out. If it's in the, Major Spoilers Podcast Network Master Feed over on iTunes. Um, you know, Jason Todd started out as a carbon copy of Dick Grayson and then turned into yeah. a douchey doucherton to where everybody wanted him to die. Here, Morrison right. flips that by creating a little douchey doucherton and then turning him into a character that people like. I still yeah, don't like him, but really- the moments that I really like of him have always been when he's been with Dick Grayson. He is a different Robin, but he is as as successful a Robin as we've ever had because he's not Tim. True. He's not Jason. Jason was basically just Dick at the beginning, and then he was Dick's complete polar opposite. And Tim came in as, oh, well, he's still Robin, and he's still very similar to Dick. He still has a lot of the same things, but he's more of a detective-type character than the flamboyant kind of hippy-dippy Robin, which, right. you know, different. But when you come down to it, Damien is... Damien is basically, I guess if you look at it, they're the Robins of the eras. The Golden Age Robin is this kid who goes, gee, Batman! Right. And then there's, you know, you get into Jason, and Jason is that Dark Age Robin, and he's like, F you, Batman! Right, right, right. And then right. you get Tim, who Who's comes the... out of that, and he's like, I'm heroic again, Batman! Yeah, yeah. And this this is Damien as the modern age, kick-ass, tough guy, ultimate badass Robin, but they sold it. They made a badass Robin, and it worked, which yeah. is, you know, part of the part of the problem with Jason Todd was he tried to be badass in the short pants and the yellow cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made they made Robin a formidable force, a formidable fighting moment. I'm and not going to throughout this issue. There's yeah. a couple of moments where you're like, holy crap, Robin's actually better at this than his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to disagree with you. I still just don't care for the character for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I mean, I can appreciate him. I can understand why he's there. I can understand him as a plot device because from the very beginning of Morrison's run, where we're finding out uh, on Batman, where we're finding out that he has a son from Talia from a 1970s story where, where Batman and Talia. Oh, 87. I thought it was 77. Well, the the original appearances of Talia hinted at there. Those were in the seventies. The son of the demon graphic novel was Brayfogle. Oh, that's and, the one uh, where they Eddie got it O'Neill. on. Right, right. Yeah, in eighty seven, and that's where they captured. Basically, Rachel Gould captured him, and he lived with them for a while, and ended up knocking up Talia. Harry Chess Batman love making. Um, oh yeah. So you know we I find that, that and we make reference to that, and then, um, I'm really surprised and. Somewhat glad, but also confused as to why DC 
allowed this book to continue. I mean, sure, it's a story and it's a big writer and he's a big draw into the title. But, you know, they basically said, okay, make a few cosmetic changes for this new 52. But whatever else you're doing, just do it. Right. Um, So that's interesting. But, you know, as the story progressed and as we got into Batman Inc. and the new 52, and I think it was the issue that I read with the Stephanie Brown, where we're finding out who Leviathan is. And we find out that it's Talia who's just decided to, I don't know, go wacky in the wiki woo. Um, well, she's nuts. She again, I haven't really nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't read her the series, so I don't know what her motivation is. Lunatic. Where is her father? Uh, her, I think her father is dead. Dead, dead for or sure. As dead as Rachel Ghouls get. You know, he'll he'll be back soon enough. But I understand why they finished this because I was excited about Batman for the first time in years around the time that Morrison started just going bazinga all yeah, over yeah. the place. The the Club of Heroes arc back in the 690s yeah, that, that of the was old good. Batman series. It was amazing. It brought back concepts that everybody went, oh, these are silly Silver Age concepts that need to be swept under right. the rug. And it made them awesome. Well, that's what I disliked about Morrison on Batman when it first began, began because I did not start reading Batman until dark gritty Batman. So when I look at this, it's like, he's making fun of Batman. He's slapping everything that I've known in the face. I don't like how he's writing it. It's silly. I I just hated it from issue one and couldn't stand it. But again, after multiple readings and after you take into some historical perspective of where Morrison is coming from. And I think for me, that came when I read all-star Superman and saw that that was his love letter to the golden age that I went back and reread this and said, Oh, okay. Now I see what he's go, what he's doing. Yeah. You you start and, to get into this Grant Morrison rhythm, kind of like you get into a Mark Miller uh, uh, rhythm, kind of like when you get into a, so, yeah. you know, you kind of know a, a where they're going with it. Howard Shake, yeah, 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 a, yeah. A Denny rhythm to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every writer has their their things that they do, and this is just pure Morrison thumbprint from top to bottom. the The thing that doesn't work for me, I'm not familiar with this artist, but it seems like he's just pulling a huge I'm Frank Quitely riff. Without being Frank Quitely? Right. It, it feels like he's trying to be Frank yeah, yeah. Quitely. And I don't know if he draws like this all the time, if this is his natural style and it just resembles Quitely. Well, if it is his style, it, if this is his style, then it's the inker's fault for not going in and adding in the millions of little detailed lines on the face and the little dots everywhere. <laughs> well, Quitely has a grotesquerie to his art Yes. That is hard to replicate. Yes. It really is. And this artist tries, but especially on Red Robin and Nightwing, he's there the characters are drawn as too handsome. Right. To be quietly characters, because quietly characters, even Batman comes across as you got that thing. Well, even Batman now, hardly appears in the issue, you know. Well, yeah, Damien, no, oh, he's in it. He's in every page. He's just uh locked in a box <laughs> underwater. But Damien has a huge rubbery Frank Quitely head throughout this issue, which works. But when he's alongside characters who are grown up, including his own evil grown up clone, right, or something, um, it doesn't necessarily work as well. And we get to the point where I'm just like, oh, okay. When the artist really cuts loose on the fight sequence mm-hmm. between Robin and the heretic, I'm like, this I think is what he draws like, right. I don't think he draws naturally like Frank Quitely. I have the hiccups now. But I will say this. The sequence when he gets to fighty fighting and there's literally this huge, beautiful fight scene in a page. In a page, yeah, yeah. 
where it's Damien attacks and heretics strikes back. And they are both literally taking lethal strike after lethal strike and fail. Oh yeah. Well, you, I mean, a moment the first panel on that page. Tossed. Yeah. The first panel yeah. on the page is Damien karate chopping the arrow all the way through him. Yes. And uh, then trying to break his neck. Yeah. 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 And then heretic tries to break Damien over his knee the way Bane yes. broke the bat. And yes. Damien's response is no die and then stabs him in the throat and it's just i mean it is vicious vicious well so let me ask you that i mean so in regards to the art i really like your i agree i'm not a big fan of the art style but i can appreciate it uh that out of the way i love the layouts i love how we're not doing conventional panels i love that they're incredible especially layout beautiful especially when we get to the page where you've got one two three four one two three four five six seven eight um, you've basically got 32 panels on a page yep. and it's phenomenal to look at from a visual arts perspective. Yes. But as far as the just... content perspective goes, is this too much for a 10 year old? This is the thing that I think I, I'm waiting for people to jump up in anger at some, some big wig uh, muckety muck up in Washington to go, this is what they're doing in comic books. They're showing little children getting killed. How dare you allow this to happen? What's become of America? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I did that wrong. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be what's become of America. There we go. America. America. But no. And there are three reasons why I say no. Primarily, first and foremost, kids don't read comics. Second. What? Kids don't read Batman comics. And oh, thirdly, but Batman's awesome. Robin's murder in this issue. Oh, by the way, Robin gets murdered in this issue. Fade to black. I don't know if you, <laughs> Robin's murder in this issue is a not necessarily. It's not incredibly grotesque. I mean, it's you, the heretic is actually on fire, and it's a yeah, it's yeah. a red scene. Yeah, you know the blood screen where it turns red and yeah. you see the kill shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It's it's mostly highlights and shadows. The character is impaled, but we don't see him necessarily being impaled. Right. And then we see Batman showing up and cradling his dead body. And but what's really cool about this, again, going back to the layouts, Mm -hmm. Batman's world is breaking apart and falling apart. And this whole final scene is nothing but broken glass, shattered, shattered glass, shattered world, shattered lives, manic Batman. Batmanic. Beautiful. And, oh, I get it now. (laughs) And this is how the intro makes perfect sense. Okay. And I know why DC did this, but I don't know why DC did this. The new Channel 52 two page Framistat at the back of each book. Every book this week features a spoiler for this issue. Yes. A big two page spread that ends with Robin is dead. Repeat. We have word that Robin I'm, is dead. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Just oh. Robin is Please dead. Stand by. Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Um this was already spoiled in the Intard webs a couple of weeks ago. True. Uh because and, uh because somebody and I'm not saying this is good or bad, and I'm not saying that sites report on this is good or bad, because if somebody sent me this, I probably would have run it too. But um, you know, somebody gets these comics a week early in their store. And decided to take pictures of the cover, and then, of course, you go up onto some sites that end up getting the scans early. And I think I saw part of this. Or what was the book we reviewed last week? Oh, no, uh, the Batman book, the Batman 16. That was up on some of the illegal sites 
two days before you could even get the book. Um, so it was, it was kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Um, but the thing was, New York Post ran an article on Monday about this. So yes. it's not like it wasn't out in, um, in big media to where people would know about it. And so having this in the back of the book, in every book, it's kind of like a uh, anticlimax, right? I mean, it's like everybody kind of knew. It, they kind of knew, but it's also a matter of Rosebud was a sled. What? Told the story about Rosebud oh, was a sled. Oh, thanks a lot, Major Spoilers. You were in college. You remember God. Tom as was Tom Boaz is basically my evil duplicate. And uh, he <laughs> had, he was going to film class to watch Citizen Kane. He'd right. seen it before. He knew right. how it ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, by the way, it's a sled. And he got mad at me because going in, he had hadn't even thought about that aspect of it. And me reminding it was like, oh, crap. And that, I think, is what's going to happen here. There are going to be people, and I think probably many people, who buy this because this is the issue where Robin dies. But I think there are also going to be people who buy this and go, well, something weird is supposed to happen. And I don't necessarily know. Is it cool? Is it evil? Oh, my God. Robin died? So I don't know. I think uh, that... I don't. Well, here's the other thing that... I, I understand where you're coming from and how it's going to be a huge letdown for people about, oh, my God, oh. you just spoiled it right there in the headline, Major Spoilers. Um, we did. Well, I didn't this time because last time I did it, people got mad. Um, but here's the thing. Number one, it's on the cover. Number two, they'd already done the New York Post about it. Number three, the death of a character today is nothing. It is the equivalent of drying dishes. Okay? Every every quarter, Marvel has been carrying, killing off characters. DC rebooted an entire universe and killed off an entire Justice League. Uh, we see the first... Uh, 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 openly gay hero and his significant other is killed in the very next issue. The, the death of characters in comics death of character. I mean, death is something that I would expect from violent comics and to an extent, right. justice league and Batman and all this stuff is a quote unquote violent comic, but a major character death has become a mockery of itself where, Hey guys, we're going to kill Damien. Okay. So here's the big question that follows that. How long is he going to be dead? Spider-Man, when they killed Peter Parker, he was gone for one issue. Damien and uh, uh, what's-her-face, Talia, have access to Lazarus pits. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's almost like, oh, yeah, the duh. You know, we're just waiting for him to come back in. It's almost like, I don't even know, do you watch soap operas anymore, Matthew, and when they're killing off Susan Lucci this month? Nah. I mean, is it even a surprise when... When when they kill off a, a character in a soap opera, is it even a big deal anymore? It's all, that's kind of what's happened in in death and comics. It's like, meh, okay, you know, can I have a cheeseburger, please? Susan Lucci, we're killing Susan Lucci. I'm writing a song about killing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is death is meaningless in comics, so I can't get behind. I know what they're doing. But I don't think that this is any kind of big revelation that's going to sell 100,000 million comic books. Right. You can't get too upset about it. Right. And I think that's part of the point is you can't necessarily get too upset about it. And most importantly, if, you, if you're going to freak out, <laughs> if this is something where 
you know, Robin, the death of Robin is the end of the world for you. I think maybe comics are not the place to be. Right, right, right. Especially right now. now. Yeah, yeah. I can just see. comics are always going to be about the what? Yeah, yeah. I can just see somebody walking into a gatekeeper comics and hobbies, Huntoon Engage, ask about Batman, Batman, Batmanic uh, today. I can just see some kid, you know, wide shot kid reading. Uh, going through the uh, the line of comics, you know, he's doing over the shoulder shot. He sees Batmanic eight, picks it up, starts flipping through, gets to the page, throws it down, smash cut to a wide shot, and he's just standing there going, "Freak out! Freak out! Freak out!" Oh my God, it's a freak out! <laughs> I, you know, it's a when, psycho Billy freak out. So because we're at the because we're at the twenty fifth anniversary of the death of Robin. Compare this to the last time we killed a Robin. Well, I think success is measured in kind of three different areas. Monetarily, I think monetarily it's going to be equal because the original death of Robin was a huge kind of giant. It was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, it sold a lot of comics. And it came at a time when Batman needed to sell a lot of comics. So... I think that on that level, it's probably going to be a wash. Creatively, that death of Robin was driven more by the what do we do to get some big name talking. And I feel like this, while you know being executed similarly, was actually motivated by Morrison going, I want to end the story with this big dwang. Mm-hmm. And this story isn't even really over, it might be worth mentioning. Right, right. This is so his last issue. I think that creatively, in terms of, you know, the actual character arc, this is superior. Because, come on, the Joker as an Iranian... It, uh, no, 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 we're not... Uh, it's Libyan? I think he was Libyan, wasn't he? He was Iranian. Oh, okay. Because he appeared on the cover of the one of the issues with the Ayatollah Khomeini. Oh, okay, all right. Because people like it when you're topical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's the, the bad thing about that is, is it really dates that. How angry are people going to get? They're not. I feel like people are going to get less angry now than they did in 1989. But, well. And that's a positive. So in 1989 for me, or 1988 actually, my mom comes to me and goes, did you see in the newspaper they're going to kill Robin? And I'm like, what? I must uh, find a comic book store and go to it. Gatekeeper Comics? No, it wasn't even Gatekeeper. What was the one across from Washburn? Comics and Fantasies. Comics and Fantasies. That's the one that I knew because I... Gatekeeper. That was the forerunner, the the precursor. That was the precursor to Gatekeeper. Okay, so that's where I went. Comics and Fantasies. And uh, and I, you know, picked up uh, Legends of the Dark Knight had been out already by this time. And um, I was reading that and I was like, okay, well, let me get into this other Batman book. And I saw in the back, call this 1-800 number if you want Batman to, or uh, Robin to live or Robin to die. And I was like, what is this story arc? Because I'm coming into it way late. And it took me a complete day driving between Topeka and Lawrence and going to every comic book shop. And back then there were three or four comic shops in Topeka and three or four comic shops in Lawrence just to find the death in the family issues because they were um, extra pages, you know, they right. weren't the traditional, they actually had a, uh, square spine, if I remember correctly. And they were, no, a, no they weren't. I could have swore. Cause I know no, that they, you, they know that the four issues had the expanded they were, pages. They were thicker, but they weren't yeah, yeah. square bound. Okay. Um, and I remember paying a lot of those and then reading those four and, and going, how's the Joker an ambassador? What's going on? But you get to that final right. moment and it's like, boom. 
And then the through the flaming wreckage comes Batman with this charred body, and it's like, oh, that was, no. you know, I don't want to say that was awesome, but it was just like, oh my god, that's how you kill a character. And I, to be honest, that was probably the first death of a comic book character that I ever read. Uh, but then since then, Jason Todd's come back and negated anything that happened there. Twice. Uh, yes. And as, and as interesting as Grant Morrison's run on Batman has been in two issues, everything's going to be negated. I can't say two issues, but I mean, you know, very yeah, soon. At some point. Yeah. I think that, yeah, at some point and possibly even some point soon, which is kind of okay in a way. Well, I mean, Batman, I mean, they did the same thing with Batman. I mean, this is this cover is the same cover from uh, the Batman issue where Morrison killed him off. Batman R.I.P., you know, the and then having to walk backwards through time. There's a great right. webcomic well, someone showed me today They about killed that. him a couple of times in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did you see the one? Yeah, where he's walking backwards Burn. through time and he gets meets his Golden Burn. Age counterpart. <laughs> and he's like going, uh, yeah, it's really great. Was that on your yeah. Facebook page? Where was that? Yes. Okay. I put, I put that up. It was funny. Death for Doctor Death. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so uh, you're semi okay with the art. It sounds like I'm sanguine about the art. I can live with it. There are parts of it that I don't care for, but none of it is necessarily a deal breaker. And the the battle sequence and the death sequence are pretty well rendered. I can deal with that. Okay. Um, I'm not happy with the trying to look like Frank Quitely, but if that is what's happening here, and you know, if that is his real name, which by the way, Frank Quitely, not his real name. What? Um, I, I would say, mm, yeah, overall, I think that, uh, art wise, this is a win. And story wise? Less successful, but has some great moments to it. And the moment, you know, the the death scene moment, the this is my last speech and now mm-hmm. we're we're doing our breaker Moran moment, we're all gonna die between Dick and Damien, that was that was dead solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some pretty spectacular character work from my point of view. Right. So you know. I guess eh, I'd say go. I guess bottom line for me is again, I haven't read Batman Inc. for a long time. Batman. Batmanic. Uh Batman. and I was able to jump right into this and it doesn't matter what's going on you know batman's it trapped doesn't matter what's your name <laughs> batman's trapped damien's there there's a big fight yeah. doesn't matter who the bad guys are we're moving to killing the character so if you are tepid or wary about picking up this issue don't be if you want to see uh, a little kid get killed then go buy this book right um actually if you want to see a little kid get killed go get help but if, you, right. if you're interested in how they're going to off robin Yes. Who is a, a, a fiction, fictional, fictional character. character. That's true. That's true. You want to see him electrocute a bunch of other children. <laughs> um, I'm just saying this is in the book. People need to be aware if you're, if I'm you're aware that it's in the book, but don't <laughs> scare them. Um, I think you can pick up this book and not be lost. Right. I don't think you're going to be scratching your head and going, huh? I think you're going to pick up this book and maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you won't. Uh, especially if you're a, a fan of Damien, uh, I think you definitely are going to pick up this book. I wasn't lost, to be honest with you. The art was okay. Yeah. I love the layouts. I love visually how the story is being told. Um, but the end result is rather hollow to me. Because from the very first introduction of Damien, 
you know that he's just a MacGuffin that would eventually end up in this spot. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, when we look at, at tropes, it's a shame, but it's, it's yeah. definitely there. And that's, that's really, I mean, from day one, people were asking how long was it going to be before he died? That being Trope. said, not a terrible issue overall. I'm going to give it, this is really tough because I'm, I want to say 3.75, but that we don't have that. I, I want to say it's like three and a half to four. This is a good book. I, I say pick it up. I mean, you're not going to be disappointed, I don't think, let's, unless you let's hate call Batman. It 3.75. We can do that. It's because... doodling reviews. We, we use our own rating scale here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, what the hell? it's not average. It's above average book. It's not fantastic. It's not stellar. It's not superstar, but it's a good solid book. And so that's, that's it what I'm going to say about this book. It is going to last for 50 years. No, it's not. You're not going to have people talking about this the way they talk about the death of Supergirl or the death of the Flash. But death in comics doesn't mean the same thing as it did in 1986. Right. And that's, again, I'm kind of fine with that because time moves on. Lunchtime is an illusion or something like that. But this so is that's my fat This gut. is better than I expected. You gave it 3.75. I'm going to give it 2.6. Five nine, because it's definitely better than the average book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> contrary. Yes, you're just trying you? to be difficult. <laughs> no, I deny you calling me a contrarian. I am not a contrarian. Wait, crap. Anyway, we gotta we gotta have a fight uh, every once in a while just to keep uh, people yeah, interested sure. in why this is called dueling reviews. You know, the sad part is people don't realize that most of the time when we fight, it's only because Rodrigo is there yes. to keep the peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we can be like, we're jerks now! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Rodrigo's <laughs> job can, to fix can, it! No, we can be jerks because Rodrigo is balancing everything out. True. There we go. So 2.6632975, is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. Okay, all right. Um, and remember... You'll see me in hell, Mr. Thorne, and we will share out our sentence. You know, that does. You know, That's if, a Damien is dead joke. Stay with me here. I know, but, you know, there was that, uh, what was it, Batman 666 that featured an older Damien um, basically or watching Gotham burn. Damien's evil clone. Dun, dun, dun. Way to go, Matthew. Way to ruin it for everybody. Or surprise everybody. Yeah, oh, you know what? Know. In all this talk... Just in, Matthew is awesome. Repeat. Matthew is awesome. He is. I need a moment here. Uh, in, all, in, all uh, of, in all of our jibber-jabber, I have forgotten to pull up uh, Previews World um, pre- to find out what is coming up next week. Next week on the Major Spoilers Podcast. Matthew, if Everyone people, I've told about the brief is dead. If people want to go and, and check out uh, Death in the Family... You know, it's probably in a collected trade somewhere. How do they go about that? Well, there are a couple of options. You can go to your local comic book shop, like Gatekeeper Hobbies, Hunt, Dude, Engage, Topeka, and I'll sell you the original damn issues. Or one can go to Majorspoilers.com, click on the Amazon link on our main page, and search for Death in the Family. I do believe that there are a couple of trade yeah, yeah. packs. Yeah. You can go, you can click on that, you get the book, you get to read the story. You get a little something-something. Doesn't cost you any more. It's the same goods. It's the same price. It's the same awesome. The same easy clickety-click-click-click. But Major Spoilers gets a little bit of uh, how do you do, how's your father, and, and like that. A little so, pat on the back, a little thank you, a little nudge-nudge, yeah, wink-wink. Uh, you know, hey, good job I mean. there, hail fellow whale net. 
<laughs> Candid photography? What? Hey, hey, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Know what I mean? <laughs> a, a wink's as good as a nod to a blind bat, eh, Squire? No, we're both men of the world, yeah? Right, right? I Next mean, week you, from Dark Horse Comics. Sex with the lady, right? yeah, <laughs> 47, yeah. number What's three. Like? Uh, <laughs> oh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Willow Wonderland, number five, Colder, number five. A lot of uh, number fives. Ghost number four. Will Eisner, Last Day in Vietnam, uh, Memory Hardcover, comes out next week in Dark Horse Comics. Uh, Batwing 18, Animal Man 18, a lot of 18s from uh, DC Comics, including Earth 2 number 10. Uh, Green Lantern number 18, Joe the Barbarian in a trade paperback form. something getting canceled next week with issue 18? Uh, Well, good Lord, I I don't know. Uh, let's see. Is that the last Hawkman? Nope. Human bomb. I don't see Hawkman here. I thought it was going out oh, the, the last window. human bomb is next week. Yeah. Human bomb. Number four, uh, shade trade yeah, paperback, Superman family sense. adventures. Oh, maybe that one's ending, uh, Superman family adventures. So everybody who's bought a subscription, guess what? You're going to get bumped over to something else again. Uh, scroll. <laughs> Brian has told me what happens all the time. They get on a subscription for some of these things and then the subscription gets canceled or the title gets canceled so they bump the remainder of the subscription to something like mad magazine or uh scooby-doo or something like that yeah uh idw publishing adventures of augusta wind get it augusta wind (laughs) never gets old does it funny because it's true joe palooka number four rocketeer cargo of doom gets a hardcover collection image comics Bedlam number five. Ooh, Black Acre number four. Is that the, that's a mature reader. That's that one you've been reviewing, right? Or am Black I thinking? Kiss is oh, Black Kiss is what you've been reviewing. Okay. Glory number 33. That's a digital version. Lost Vegas number one. That's a brand new uh, book. I don't know what that one's about. From Image? Hey, yes. let's do that. Lost Vegas. Let's go down through the list. What oh, else is going oh, on? Savage Dragon oh. number 185. Sex number one comes out next week from Image Comics. Oh, let's review that. That will be an interesting comic. Um, that is a mature reader comic, so you will must be 18 oh, years yeah. or older in order to listen to this podcast. Marvel Comics. This isn't this isn't a complete updated list when we go and look at these at the previews world and their upcoming releases. This is tentative because they don't even have their uh, smaller publishers listed. Marvel Comics has what A plus X. Oh, I see what that is. A plus X number five now. Age of Apocalypse number 13. Age of Ultron number one. Ooh, let's do that. God, that's got it. No way. Avengers number three. No, we're going to be doing sex. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Fine, we'll do sex. Yeah, I had to really twist your arm on that one. Powers Bureau number two. Red She-Devil number 63. Powers Bureau. Powers (laughs) mirror on the wall. Powers Shiverobe. <laughs> Powers TV tray. <laughs> I cracked myself up. Oh, man. Thank God uh, I got a mute sex switch. Is. Sex it is. I we'll be talking about sex. I, <laughs> I do have a mute switch. I've been hacking up along. All I have to do is. No, no. I have a mute switch for me. Not a mute switch for you. I'm over here hacking up a lung. That's how I saved Christmas. I am hacking up a lung. Let's see. Next week is March. Do we have a smarch? Yes, we do. Lousy smarch weather. Stupid smarch. 
March comes, sometimes it comes in like a lion and out like a lamb. This year it's going to come in like a platypus and go out like a Belgian yak. And there you, you go. The, you ever heard the, the wedding cry of the Belgian yak? No. Do I need yak! to? <laughs> yak! You ever heard that, uh, have you heard that kid song, Yak? Uh, gosh, what no. is the name of it? Oh, it's really good. It's does real it, catchy. Does it go, Yak? No, it's something about uh, having a yak in a backpack, and uh, it's it's really a good kid song. Played on a yak in a backpack. They play it on the Disney Channel all the time. One of our listeners will comment what it is. And listeners, I hope you've enjoyed our look at uh, Batmanic number eight. I yak in a backpack once in college. What's that? I yaked in a backpack once in college. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Was it Ed Yarmers? Oh, oh. Uh, listeners, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of uh, Dueling Reviews. Uh, if you want to see this episode, continue. Use the comment section over at Major Spoilers uh, and let us know. And if you enjoyed this episode, you know, it takes a little bit of time for us to put this together. We appreciate uh, uh, you downloading and listening. And if you liked it, maybe you might want to consider giving us a, a little donation, a recurring donation of $2, a $5, or a $10 a month recurring donation. Every little bit helps. And I know in this tough economy, people aren't able to get that $10 a month donation. So there's that $2 a month donation. Every little bit helps. I want to tell you about that. Uh, but we're going to save that for another time. I think that's it, Matthew. I think so, too. All right. Good job. Two guys. All right. Two cough drops. Two cold. <laughs> Batmanic and infinite Bat-Manic. possibilities. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Spoilers is copyright 2013. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.